Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mindset Grow podcast with Rochelle Mayfield. I am Rochelle, and I am so excited that you are here this week, another week, another chance to grow, shift, improve our minds, moods, spirits, lives. My mission for the show is, yes, to become the best version of myself, which I have said so many times, but it is also to help people feeling stuck or stagnant in their lives, whether it be in finances, in relationships, in their careers, and help them find a way through it all. And it is my mission because I have been there. I have felt stuck, lost, overwhelmed, without purpose. Hell, I still feel that way many days. (laughs) If you know me, you know that I feel like I'm going insane almost every day. But each time, I have gotten myself out, and each week I feel a little bit better, and little by little, my life has improved. When I look back at my life, it's insane to me how much it has improved in the last few years. It's become clearer, and it's become fuller, so much fuller. And though I am still very much on my own path and journey to becoming the person I envision that I can be, it pains me when I see someone going through the same stuff I have gone through. And it hurts when I see someone struggling in their lives when all I've done is make a few small changes that have taken my life to another level. And nothing I'm sharing with you is rocket science. And most of what I share with you is not even new or innovative. They are ideas and truths that have become lost in society or just have been ignored and pushed down in the overwhelming sea of BS and content that we concern ourselves with every single day. Today, I will be sharing one of the smallest, most powerful things I have done in the last few years that have made a huge difference in not only my life, but my entire family's life. Because you carry energy and power with you every day, and you rub off on the people around you. When you shift, you create shifts in the lives of people around you. And eventually, your entire world and life changes. This is the stuff that gets me excited. This is the stuff that gives me goosebumps, and I am honored to know that someone will be hearing this. They will get it, and they will run. And I'm excited because when I got it, I ran. So are you ready? It's disclaimer time, people. I am in no way, shape, or form a licensed therapist, doctor, or scientist in any way. Everything that I'm sharing with you are personal experiences, things I've learned from the experts that I just mentioned, or scientists, or coaches, or teachers, and I'm just trying to put it in a digestible form for you, a short and simple digestible form that you can take and run with. So if you are feeling kind today, and have a second, please hit subscribe and join and follow me on Instagram at Mindset Grow Podcast. You can also visit my website at MindsetGrowPodcast.com. New episodes drop every Tuesday at some point during the day. (laughs) And I'm excited to get into this episode. So let's go. Let's grow. Episode seven. Throughout history, in every language, and in almost every culture, it is taught to us in different ways that words and our tongue hold so much power. I'm not sure why we brush it off and why we are so careless with the things that we say But I've said it before, human beings are some of the most forgetful, wasteful, careless creatures on the planet. 
don't kill me. That's an opinion that I've explained in the past. A small synopsis of why I feel that way is that we have all the info before us. In 2022, we have been given all of the warnings and disclaimers, and we have all the books and religions and research and all of the lessons from wise people in the past. But for some reason, we ignore them. We become so absorbed with our own lives and our own way of doing things and our own happiness that we ignore some of the simplest lessons or directions on how to live truly happy lives. And this has been going on for centuries. Centuries, groups of people ignore lessons and past experiences from people that have lived before them that are only trying to help. I remember in like third or fourth grade hearing uh, the quote, if you don't learn from history, history is doomed to repeat itself. And I remember hearing that as a fourth grader and being like, well, good thing we have history books so that we won't ever repeat our past mistakes. And then growing up and seeing all the adults around us doing the same freaking things that we fought so hard to get out of. And this is in terms of race, politics, any problem in the world has pretty much happened already. And for some reason, we just keep falling into the same traps and the same problems. Anyway, I'm starting to go on a tangent. I'm going to stop myself. I'm not going down the rabbit hole of why humans do the things that we do and why it's so hard for us to follow direction. But what I am going to do is hopefully shed light on something that should be obvious, that we should become more mindful of, that we instantly can do right now and create a positive shift right now in your life and the lives around you. As I've mentioned, this episode is all about words and their power. And without further ado, I want to mention the author and the book that completely flipped everything I knew on its head and changed my life for the better when it comes to truly understanding words and their power and how to use them and how we should be using them to live our happiest life. And this book is called The Hidden Messages in Water by scientific researcher and lecturer, Dr. Masaru Emoto. And I hope I'm saying his name right. And I'm just going to paraphrase the description here a bit so you understand what this book is about. I did link this book in the description so you guys can check it out afterwards. But whether or not you read the book in its entirety or just quickly skim through some of his ideas, it is an interesting read. And it's quick. To summarize quickly, this doctor theorizes that since water has the ability to receive a wide range of frequencies, water exposed to loving words shows brilliant, complex, and colorful snowflake patterns while polluted water and water exposed to negative thoughts form incomplete, asymmetrical patterns with dull colors. Emoto believes that since people are 70% water and the Earth's surface is 70% water, we can heal our planet and ourselves by consciously expressing love and goodwill. So he tested music, um, playing music against water, showing water, visual images, words written on paper, and photographed all of his findings. And these findings are mind-blowing. So I, I was reading a little bit of his synopsis there to summarize because I didn't want to mess anything up for you. But basically, this scientist took a bunch of water samples and photographed 
water's reaction to words and how words from all different languages affected its shape and form. When you said the word hate versus the word love, how the water crystals formed and looked. And I'm going to actually not only attach the the author and book in the description, but I'll also attach the PDF um, with the photographic pictures of how water reacts to words. And just the thought, just the simplest thought that our bodies are made up of water. And when we speak, our bodies and the water inside us is reacting to the words that we say. Just that concept in and of itself. You don't even have to show me the science behind it. I totally believe that crap. There's a, like, we are made up. Why wouldn't the water inside of our bodies be reacting to what we say? I talk a lot about people's energy and how each person's energy affects the room they enter or how the people we associate with affect our everyday life. I like to say, find the people and associate with the people that give you charge and lift you up versus the people that drain you or suck the energy right out of the room. What if this energy is easier to understand than we think? This book changed my whole world because it helps me to understand where this supposed energy comes from, whether you believe it or not. And it makes sense to me that this energy would be water. Why wouldn't it come from water? Humans are mostly water. And if it is water, and if water is scientifically proven to react to language, music, words, in pleasing or unpleasant ways, then perhaps all of the places, people, and things that teach us to be careful with our words are more than just little life hints. Perhaps all the quotes we've been taught since birth, or the quotes we take so lightly on Instagram or pin on boards that say words can cut like a knife or our tongues hold the power of life and death, perhaps all of these nice little quotes and Bible verses or spiritual phrases hold more weight than we think. And perhaps we should heed the warnings that are staring us right in the face, blinking at us, flashing at us so clearly. Perhaps we truly should think about every word we speak before we speak it. So, with all of that said, instead of hearing all the time that words have power, because I know I'm not the first to tell you this, I want you to truly get and understand it, and I want you to feel the power for yourself, and test it for yourself. Referring back to the start of this whole thing, I want you to get it and run with it, so here's a good place to start. If words have power, then treat them like anything that has power and understand their value. Understand which words make you weak and which words make you strong, which words will change your life for the better, get you to your goals, etc., and which words feed your insecurities and keep you stagnant and or stuck in a life that you don't want. So to help with this understanding, I have a challenge for you, and I want you to let me know how it goes. There are three words or phrases I want you to forever remove from your vocabulary and three words I want you to now use instead that I believe will propel your life in the direction you desire. Further proving words have power because I know this works because it works every day to this day in my own life. So are you ready? I want you to stop saying the words. 
I wish, I'll try, and I have to. And I want you to replace them with I will, I can, and I get to. These are words and phrases you say every day without thinking. The challenge now is to think about them and live your life with true intention and power. So let's start with the first one. Instead of I wish, change it to I will. And this is not magic, guys. It's just energy and starting to look at your life from a different perspective. It's really the first step to changing your mindset. Mindset grow. I hear things all day from people. I I wish I could own a house like that one one day. I wish I could be as healthy as her. I wish I could achieve something like them. Instead, say, I will own a house like that one day. I will be that healthy. I will achieve. When you say, I wish, it puts you in a place of defeat and longing instead of placing you in a position of authority and growth. Why can't you have a house like that or a car? Why can't you be healthy? Why can't you get that promotion? If you dig deeper, and this is on a coaching level, trying to answer these questions, if you dig deeper, the answer always becomes you can. There's always a way to get what you want. There's always a solution. And if you make each and every decision intentionally, you will. So stop wishing for things and start believing you can and will. So that's it. The word wish is dead. Dead. Now you will upon a star. The next word or phrase that should be dead is, I will try. I'll try. You know what try is? It's an excuse. And it's a fallback phrase we use when we want to give ourselves a break. And you might think I'm rude for saying that or whatever, but it's the truth. I'll try is not empowering. It's the complete opposite. It's what we say when we don't think the result is possible, but don't want to show the world we have given up yet. It's it's the worst. So instead of I'll try, just be honest. You either can, will, or do, or you can't, won't, and don't. As a realtor, I don't tell my home buying clients, I will try to find you a home. I say, I will find you a home, and I will. And as a parent, you don't tell your kids, I'll try to pick you up from school today. You say, I will pick you up today. The only reason you would say, I'll try, is if there's a likelihood of it not getting done. And there is a time and a place for I will try, but 99% of the time, it's overused and an excuse we use to make ourselves feel better. Words have power. Use them to empower and not as an excuse. The last and final phrase or word that we need to immediately stop saying is I have to, and instead say, I get to. This is the more appropriate one, being that it's Thanksgiving week, but this change of words is a huge game changer when it comes to growing in gratitude every day. And I'm guilty of this one all the time, and I'm sure you all are in your own little way. We all say this one. I have to work out today. I have to go home to water my plants. I have to call my mom and see my effed up family for for Thanksgiving. I have to finish this report for work. You see where I'm going with this without even saying it. Every person who is currently alive and breathing on this earth has their own circumstances. They have their own have-tos and life to deal with. 
They have their own pain and happiness. And saying you have to do anything in this life is the biggest lie we tell ourselves. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to work out today. You don't have to go home or to water your plants or to call your mom. You don't have to finish the report for work and you don't have to see your family for Thanksgiving. You can not do those things and the world will continue to spin. Listen to the difference. I get to work out today. I get to go home. I have a home. I get to water my plants. I get to call my mom. I get to see my family for Thanksgiving, whether I like them or not. I have these things and I get to experience them. I get to finish this report for work. I have a job. You can feel the difference by just listening to it. And by switching the one word, you no longer come from a place of anger, resentment, tiredness, or want. You come from a place of gratitude. You come from a place of peace and happiness. We have so much to be thankful for in this life. And not just on Thanksgiving. Each and every day we have things and we get to do things that other people do not get to do. And it might not always seem like that when we're going through some things that are challenging or devastating or painful. But we don't have to keep going. You get to keep going. So keep going. You can find a way, a solution, a light at the end of the tunnel. And you will find it if you believe it. And you will live a more purposeful life if you start using words intentionally. So are you up for the challenge? Is the water in your body all excited? (laughs) And yes, I know how disgusting that just sounded. Words are powerful. I hope that you got something from today's episode. I hope that you'll make these subtle changes and you'll start to see the difference. And I hope that you can feel the power of words for yourself, not because I'm telling you words are powerful, but because you are speaking in a more powerful way. I hope that your family has a beautiful Thanksgiving. I look forward to bringing you another episode next week. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. Share it. Love it. Live it. Bye, guys. Talk soon. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go together.